0: This is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be talking to Reba Rocket of Takedown Piracy. Adult Site Broker is proud to introduce ASB Marketplace, the first platform where you can buy and sell adult sites and domains for free. ASB Marketplace allows buyers and sellers the chance to come together on properties that are valued below our company's minimum of $50,000. Don't pay for other marketplaces when ASB Marketplace gives you this service for free. Visit ASBMarketplace.com and sign up as a seller or as a buyer today. And don't forget ASB Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage where you can earn as much as 20% of our broker commission referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check out ASBCash.com for more details and to sign up. Now, let's feature our property the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're proud to offer for sale the first NSFW social media platform in the world. The web app benefits from innovative technologies that enable over 960,000 members to instantly share their sexy photos and videos via computer or mobile. Today, the site has more than 200 new member signups every day with zero spent on marketing. These leads are essentially coming from organic SEO, word of mouth, and premium backlinks. The site has received great articles in top magazines such as Playboy, Daily Dot, Refinery29, and more. In 2019, the site started recurring subscriptions, which made it more a private platform since only registered members now have access to the content. While it impacted the traffic on the platform, the user base is now very valuable as the site only accepts verified users. There are now over 60,000 active members. Average time on the site is over 10 minutes. The site has a team of four super users moderating the platform to ensure there's no illegal content among the photos and videos. Also, there's a report feature so that every member can report content that might infringe on someone's rights. The site gets most of its traffic from the USA, Brazil, Mexico, France, and Spain. All this for only $843,000. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Reba Rocket, Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Takedown Piracy. Reba, thanks for being with us today on Adult Side Broker Talk. Thank you
1: so much for the
0: invitation. Now, Reba's very eclectic background includes seven years as a morning show radio jock, a late-night television host on Houston's NBC affiliate, the syndicate coordinator for one of the world's largest security firms, a licensed real estate agent in three states, and more. The common theme through all her careers included some form of marketing and communications, and she's thrilled to have the privilege of working for one of the most successful anti-piracy, content protection, copyright enforcement <sighs> firms anywhere. Take TakeDown Piracy was fun, uh, founded by Nate Glass in 2008. In fact, I met him right after he founded the company. Uh, now in his 13th year in business. Uh, It's removed over 126.2 million infringements from the internet. Utilizing digital fingerprinting technology that does not require the cooperation of over 133 of the most prolific tube sites, takedown piracy has become one of the most trusted names in anti-piracy, content protection, and content enforcement. Well-known and respected news sources like Nightline, BuzzFeed, Forbes... Huffington Post and more consider takedown piracy the source for expert commentary, and the company is the go-to service for the ever-growing list of clients. And sorry, Reba, that's all we have time for today. Um, so, well, that's
1: all you need, right? There. That's
0: it. That's it. That's your commercial. Okay, so Reba, the first thing I want to ask you about is your broadcast career. Since I always have a uh, also have a background in radio and TV, how did you go from there to where you are now?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, there was a lot in between. Yeah. I mean, it was like I just jumped out of the studio into uh, working for Takedown Piracy. Mm-hmm. I actually moved to Boston for a hot minute, um, mm-hmm. spent a few years there. I had an opportunity to attend Harvard University. They have mm-hmm. a College of Extension Studies program, which is designed for people who don't attend traditionally straight out of high school. It's been a long time my <laughs> mm-hmm. students in high school yep. um, so I, I got to attend uh, classes there and um i also i held one of my real estate licenses in, in boston as well mm. and then uh, we moved back here about eight years ago mm-hmm. and i worked for uh, uh one of amazon's uh, largest third-party sellers globally mm-hmm. um did some real estate here as well mm-hmm. but i knew that there was a fit for me in Nate's company. I yeah. can just see it. And so I started working with him and I just never looked back.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Your, your resume must be like 14 pages long because you just added another page. Now.
1: <laughs> it, it is. When you get to be this old, you get a long resume. Like uh, a I,
0: I have a feeling. Yeah. I, I have a feeling I'm a lot older. Um, so how did Takedown Piracy get its start?
1: It's such a fun story. So um, Nate, About two and a half decades ago was, you know, very young, working as a clerk in an adult store Mm. and um, just was really um, uniquely capable of kind of looking at marketplaces and retail and seeing what they needed to do. And so Mm. he was promoted, he was pulled away by other companies, and then ultimately he ended up working for Hush Mm -hmm. and as as, um, a buyer. And they they created something that you think sounds fun. They wanted to put him in an RV mm-hmm. and have him travel around the country. And this mm-hmm. was back before we really had the kinds of databases that we do now stores mm-hmm. and So he got into a an RV for three years <laughs> and drove from city to city all over the United States, cataloging all of the stores. And um, also uh, selling their DVDs uh, mm-hmm. and products. So, mm-hmm. what he noticed was as time went on, people were buying less and less. And it wasn't because the product wasn't good, it was because they were all saying the same thing, which was, mm-hmm. you know what, we're not selling as many DVDs because people are getting it for free on the internet. Sure. And so, Nate, um, being the very inquisitive man that he is, mm-hmm. started doing some research and discovered DMCA. Everybody said, you know, oh, you have to be a lawyer. And he read through it and he said, I don't think you do. And Mm so he went to his boss and said, how do you feel about me sending a few of these DMCA notices for our content um, and see what happens? And his boss said, absolutely. And it just grew from there. Um, Ultimately, Nate's always wanted to own and operate his own company. And so when he got to the point where the revenue he was generating by doing the MTA services,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Matt, he was making in that RV driving <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for years. He went to his boss and said, hey, I want to just take this and, and do my own thing. And his boss said, you should go do your thing. That's awesome. Yeah. And that, that was started taking on piracy.
0: Yeah, he was pretty young when he started the company. I recall that. Um, and, you know, obviously piracy has gotten a lot worse since he started, right?
1: well, I don't know, and it depends on how you look at it, right? If mm-hmm. you're talking about per capita, it's probably about the same, but there are more sites now. there are more types of sites. Sure, there's more technology um, that makes it easier for pirates. you know, I think a, back in the day they would have to really stretch their their time and energy mm-hmm. to create. Um, you know, a pirated copy of something and then get it uploaded. Now everything is, you have all that technology on your phone. Yep. So I think that it's grown exponentially, but because of those factors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what industry and anti-piracy changes have you seen since the company went into business?
1: I mean, for sure, the technology that we use to keep up with piracy. You know, back in the day, everybody got their two fingers out and typed in the name of a brand <laughs> and hoped that it popped up on Google and, and then they would go to that site. Now we have all kinds of proprietary software, um, not the least of which is our digital fingerprinting, yeah. which makes it possible for us to combat piracy much faster than any, you know, human or team of humans could do. The other thing we've seen is some of these sites that used to be rogues with piracy Mm -hmm. are becoming uh, either affiliates or they're becoming more legitimate and they're responding to notices um, or they're creating um, channels and profiles for people so they can post legitimate content. So we're seeing the sites kind of bend a little bit to the pressure of the DMCA logs.
0: Okay, um, so how has the company adapted to these changes?
1: Um, well, first and foremost, like I said, the technology—creating um, yeah. software that allows us to move faster than pirates to move—because um, mm. there's a few of us and there's a bajillion of them. Yeah. Um, you know, we've hired on more employees, and also the relationships that we've built um, have made a different both, difference, both on. The side of clients, um, because we built this reputation that just brings us more and more clients every day. Uh-huh. But also with his sites and torrents and file lockers, they have come to realize that um, we are a force. We don't just back down. And those relationships have become, in some cases, um, I mean, listen, there's it takes a special personality for somebody to rip off somebody else's content and monetize it. We're yeah. not talking about the nice people in the world, mm-hmm. but build a relationship with these people in a way that does not accept that sort of behavior, but shows them how they can legitimately make money. Hmm. Um, we have had some sites that we've been instrumental in turning them from a pirate site to an affiliate site.
0: That's awesome. Um,
1: so those relationships, um, have helped us adapt as well.
0: That's fen- that's phenomenal for your clients, though. I mean, you take a negative and make it a positive.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, you can um, come out with a bull in a china shop and, mm. and piss everybody off. And there are some people who they're not to be negotiated with. They're, just, right. they're, in terms of pirates or pirate sites, there are some sites that are just the scum of the earth. Oh, yeah. But there are some people that, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you until I met Nate, I didn't know that when I opened something up on the internet and looked at it, that it might not be from the source and somebody else might be monetizing it. That never even occurred to me. Sure. So sometimes just that educational component goes a long way with people who don't realize how bad they really are mm. and what they're doing is really bad. Yeah. And they're bad people but their behavior is. And mm-hmm. so we, you can kind of um, convince them that there's a better way.
0: Yeah. And a lot of it is just kids uploading stuff. And, and, you know, it's, you might want to say it's innocent, but it's still piracy.
1: I don't know that a lot uh, is, frankly, I don't have the stats. for the demographics of the pirate, but I will say that it's a multitude of factors. I mean, there Mm -hmm. are people who are in countries that are destitute, And this is, you know a way that they can make enough money to survive it mm. doesn't make it right but you know they're in countries that sort of turn a blind eye right um sometimes it's just sometimes people are just not nice I mean,
0: no. you know. well, like <laughs> you zero. like like you said scum of the earth i mean uh, yeah that reminds that reminds me of a WKRP episode. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm sure you remember that show. When, and, and as God
1: is my witness, I swear, Turkey could fly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> remember that when they when they had to when they had to uh, bring up the band Scum of the Earth. Uh, that was funny, man. That was really I love funny. That show. Uh, oh God, everybody in radio loved that show, and a lot of newer people in radio went back and watched that show and said, "Oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know her. Oh, I know him." I just never saw anybody like Jennifer. But anyway, that's unfortunate.
1: You know, the thing is, you know, just yesterday um, I had a young lady call. She had produced some content for um, a customer, and the customer is now sharing the stuff everywhere mm-hmm. and, and doing some things that aren't very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it it's heartbreaking. I mean, she was in tears because mm-hmm. she, it never occurred to her that she thought she was giving this to somebody, you know, selling it to somebody personally you shouldn't think they were going to take it and profit from it. Yeah. And we take this really personally, yeah. you know, these people that they are, they should, they their should, can be pirated, they are being injured, yeah. whether it's financially or personally. Yep. And so this is a personal mission for us. It's, it's an issue of consent. Oh,
0: yeah. And
1: it's a issue of death.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's say we meet at a show and I hope we do someday soon. Uh, and you have a chance to do your elevator pitch. Give me your elevator pitch.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. You want the elevator pitch? I
0: do. I do. Okay.
1: All right. Um, how long do you have? It's about four minutes. But tonight-
0: I, I got all kinds of time.
1: All right. All right. So here is how Take Down Piracy works. Um, we have this multi-pronged approach to what we do. First and foremost, we're looking at places like um, search engines, so Google, for example. We're looking 10 pages deep, which is about 100 search results. And our goal is to make sure that legitimate content for a brand or independent content producer is the top of those search results. And the pirated content is getting pushed further and further down. Google has this sort of impossible to decipher algorithm, but the bottom line is they're not looking at a site and saying, well, this is pirated, so it should be further down. They're looking at getting results and um, you know, feeding that search engine. So it's a constant job. We do it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we're looking at places like file lockers and torrent. Uh, just to give you an example, we added Keep to Share, uh, mm-hmm. which is a huge file locker. We added mm-hmm. them at the end of last summer, and we have already removed. And I want to make this clear there's a difference between removing and reporting. Yes. You can report stuff till the cows come home if we stay down south.
2: Yep. But
1: removing them is another thing. So mm-hmm. I am always talking about
0: removals. I never sure. talk
1: about reporting.
0: It's called so It's called it's removed. called it's called results. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So
1: just from this one file author keep to share, just mm-hmm. since last summer, we have removed almost
0: four million infringements. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Um, Then we're looking at social media, blogs, forums. Those have become really rampant as of late. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's the kind of choice du jour for pirates to share content Mm -hmm. and for um, people who don't want to pay for their forms to get content. And then finally, and this is one of my favorite parts, we monitor kids' sites using something called digital fingerprinting. And what digital fingerprinting is, is we're taking tiny bits of visual data from a video. We do not retain copies of the videos. Um, I have one client that has 6 million, I'm sorry, 7 million now videos. Mm. We don't have room for that. We just keep these fingerprints. Yeah. And we've also fingerprinted over 200 million videos across more than 133 two sites, sites um, and counting because we add more all the time. Yeah. So our system plays the match game. Remember when you were a kid and you flipped the card over one by one and then we mm-hmm. got a match? Yeah. That's what our system does all day long. And mm-hmm. every time it gets a hit, it sends it to our tech team to verify that it has a high level of possibility that it is an infringement. And then it comes. To our office here,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: we put our eyes on every single infringement
2: mm-hmm. to
1: make sure that it's not fair use, that it's not um, a legitimate source that maybe somebody forgot to tell us about, that it was their affiliate or one of their mm-hmm. profiles or channels, mm-hmm. and then we issue a notice. Um, and when you put all of these things together, as you mentioned in the beginning, we have removed over 126 million infringements from the internet.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Why do studios and pay sites or anyone else for that matter need to use your services?
1: I mean, this is how I have always run my personal business.
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: like to make money. That's what I, in any business, whether it's real estate or securities or radio, I I want to do the things that are going to profit me. Mm -hmm. If I have to take time, for example, out of my job to... Um, you know, paint my office, that's time taken away from what I do, I can pay somebody a fraction of what I make to paint the office. So when it comes to piracy, first and foremost, there is not a human that can find and remove the massive amount of infringement that we can, Um, hunting and pecking on the computer. You know, our proprietary software, our digital fingerprinting is, is a huge factor. And any time, whether it is a studio or a, um, an independent content producer takes time out of their day away from what they do to make money, which is mm. producing content and selling content, yeah. they're losing money. And oh, they, sure. And, and our, our prices are so ridiculously affordable that it behooves them to hire us, even if they hired 10 employees. They simply
0: cannot do what we do as fast as what we
1: do. No, no, well, yeah. and I and I assure you, we do not cost what one employee a month with cost must cost us was. Right,
0: right. No, and I've I've always been with the mind: hire an expert. You know, if you want something done right, hire somebody who does it for a living. Don't try to fix your own car. Um, hell, I don't even wash my own car. So, you know, uh, higher high P of course here in Thailand it doesn't cost that much. But, um, <laughs> although, and, and although, although, not- although, although my, although my wife did, uh, as we're recording this, my wife did get a quote from, uh, an attorney to file a lawsuit today for about 5,000 us dollars. And I basically told him to go, told my wife to tell him to go fuck himself. But anyway, go ahead. I'm
1: I'm not suggesting that people don't be per- not be proactive in mm-hmm. finding content. Right. Um, the more we do this, the more we find niche sites, especially as we work with independent producers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's sites that are, are we're not really the kind of site where you would find studios uh, content on, but as we work more and more with clip stores and more and more with independent producers, mm-hmm. we're finding all these niche sites and we're adding them. So right. it's great when a, I have a producer say, Hey, have you seen this site? And we go, Oh, let's add it to our monitoring.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how does, you told me about digital fingerprinting, how does that benefit your clients?
1: Um, well, it benefits them in a lot of ways. First of all, when you're talking about monitoring 133 tube sites without hmm. digital fingerprinting, hmm. you're talking about probably typing in your name or typing in the name of a scene um, and trying to find your content on a tube site one by one, right? Yep. Right. But when you have digital fingerprinting, what we have found is that it's not like the pirates go, "Hey everybody, here's so and so's content. Here's their name. Here's the brand. Mm-hmm. Here's the mm-hmm. where we found it." What there's, well, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, they don't have a pi- they don't have a pirates yellow pages.
1: Well, but you know, I mean, that's <laughs> nice. They have, you know, they say hot blonde with dildo or brunette with yeah. big boots.
0: Well,
1: yeah. uh, you know, go ahead and type that in and. See what you bring up. Yeah. So the digital fingerprinting de-anonymizes these videos. It makes it possible for us to find content, and let me just tell you, it doesn't matter if the content has been stretched or mm-hmm. blurry or they cross the watermark. The system still finds it. It is really that good.
2: Mm. And amazing.
1: So, yeah, I, I it, it's. Um, I apologize. I kind of forgot where I was going with all this, but. It's the kind of technology that is impossible for a human to do on their own or with a team one by one.
0: My mind jumps the tracks constantly. Um, (laughs) How many employees do you have, by the way?
1: We have a handful. We don't have a lot. We rely Hmm. uh, very much on our um, our proprietary software. It's actually kind of mind boggling to think of how And I've seen, you know, so-called competitors at shows and they have, you know, this entourage of people and Mm. we run circles around them in terms of takedowns. So we work smart and we we have a passion for it. So Mm. we're up at our desk by five most mornings Mm. and we do some sort of work seven days a week.
0: I can hear the passion in your voice, definitely. And having uh-huh. having met having met Nate, I know he's passionate about it. Um, and a lot of people in adult are passionate about piracy because it's probably the number one hot button issue in in the entire industry. Which was one of the reasons I wanted to have you on. Um, how do you keep up with all the new sites and all the new types of sites in our industry?
1: So we are. Constantly evolving our proprietary technology and methods. Um, you can't rest on your laurels in any technology industry because it's always changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like it or not, piracy is a tech issue. So we're constantly evolving our, our software, um, our AI, our methods. We classify sites and add them to our monitoring system wherever we need to. And we listen to our content producers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's easy to get blinders on because you can find a site like a giant file locker and just—it's like a rabbit hole. You can find mm-hmm. so much content there, and so we have to listen to our producers, what they're telling us. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I—we I, call them white knights. These white knights sent me, you know, this blog. You know, I don't know some obscure blog that just popped up yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and so. Doing those three things really helps us keep to the forefront. And also Mm -hmm. um, our partner, um, AB Registry, they do all of our tech um, and all of our AI. That guy has the biggest brain of anybody I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he is constantly evolving um, and fine tuning his protocols and software Mm -hmm. and uh, tech tricks to make sure that we're able to keep up with everything.
0: That's good. Now, why do takedowns really matter?
1: So takedowns really matter, and I and I let me just preface this by saying it's very frustrating when people take an apathetic approach, you know. And it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to me, this, this is like police work. It, this is tantamount to if somebody said to a law enforcement officer, "Well, you shouldn't arrest a criminal because there's just another one around the corner." Hmm. That's that's the same thing with takedowns. They do matter. First sure. of all. Anytime you remove a pirated piece of content and infringement, you are keeping somebody else from profiting from the work that you have done. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to work for free and then let somebody else have my money. That's, that's not is, okay with this me. This is
0: this is true. I do it way too much. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. Um, and you know I don't,
0: but anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
1: I mean, we had a client that signed up um, January of last year when we were still attending shows, and they were a little bit skeptical.
0: Um,
1: yeah. And they told us that at the end of the year they had their best year ever. And they attributed at least some of that because, look, we're not entirely responsible for it. A lot of people were stuck at home watching adult content last year. But because they said they had their best year ever. Yeah. Um, they had been with another, quote, competitor mm. um, for a year or two before. And the first week in, we found thousands of infringements for them. Yeah. So it, it does matter. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. It was a rhetorical question. But um, <laughs> do you, do you have to be a big studio or a big clip store to use your services?
1: You know, in the old days, you did um, mm-hmm. because that was really what was out there. Right. Um, but we started um, beginning of last year. We started getting more and more calls from independent producers, you mm-hmm. know, uh, that are on clip stores that do not adequately protect their content. So yeah. if we text content for clips for sale, and I want clips. Just to give you an example, mm-hmm. we just started working for clips for sale in august september of last year mm. and we've already removed over 3.2 million infringements for them Jeez. yeah so yes the answer is in the past you did but we started getting more and more of these independent content producers who are with other mm. clip stores God forbid. um yeah, well, and I, I just have to tell you, I mean, I'm gonna. Well, I, well I'll talk about that in a minute about stick on this topic because I can go off on tangents all day. Oh,
0: okay, um, we don't. We so, there's no time. There's no time limit here, Rebus. So you know, okay. go for it.
1: I'll clear my calendar. Um But to answer your question, um we started getting more and more calls from these indie producers, and originally we were just, you know, they would call me, I would talk to them, we would sign them up, and we said, you know, these. Models and content producers are already on their computer. Mm-hmm. Let's come up with something that makes their life easier. Yeah. So, we, we came up with a website called Clip Century, Sentry, S E N T R Y, clipsentry.com, mm-hmm. where independent content producers can go. Um, there's a video of uh, me telling them all about our services, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of facts and information on there.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: coolest part about it is they can sign up it's super easy they just need an email address and they make up their own password but they can actually upload their content to that site and we will fingerprint it for them wow. and we don't keep those copies either we just keep the fingerprints and right. they have a dashboard they can see what they've uploaded already in case they forget like did i upload this scene or not they get um in pretty much real time we update it about every 15 minutes What we take down for them, Mm -hmm. Um, as it happens, they get copies of every single notice we send out. Mm -hmm. They can send me uh, questions through their contact form or they Mm -hmm. can, um, if they found a URL that they want us to look at and verify and take down. So Mm -hmm. we create this website that makes it um, possible for independent content producers and not just big studios or clip stores to take advantage of the exact that we provide
0: so if you're just a, so if you're i don't say just because they're the backbone of the industry but if you're a performer um you can you can do this
1: absolutely and wow. i mean listen there are there are performers that are just starting out maybe they're just you know making a couple hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. These Performers, they're making you know seven figures
0: oh yeah i know oh i know so. <laughs> they're making big money they mo- they're making big money
1: yeah Absolutely.
0: That's awesome. So what are some myths or misinformation about anti-piracy that you'd like to dispel?
1: Um, well, first of all, you know, you don't have to be a lawyer. Um, a lot of people, we are not lawyers, by the way, here at Take Down Piracy. We will refer you to somebody if you need one, but we do not, do, uh, we do not practice law. Ah. Um, so you don't have to be a lawyer to do it. Um mm. There's a, what's another myth? Oh, when you get stuff removed, it just goes right back up. Well, not really. Um, There are very, very, and we've been doing this a long time. So we are talking truth. Now it is true that you might find your scene, we get it removed, and then it goes up somewhere else Mm -hmm. because there's more than one pirate who wants to profit from your content. Right. It's a lot of places do adhere to the repeat infringer policy. We get emails all the time from pirates, you know, please, for you know, I I won't do it again. Mm. They're closing my account. Well, you know, you have three strikes, but so yep. you're just out.
2: Exactly.
1: Um, that is not our experience. It just goes right back up. It may go up on the same site with another pirate. Mm. Um, it may go up on another site, but we don't find that it just pops right back up. That, that, that's not our experience. Um, I've heard you say that the DNC doesn't work. Well, it's worked for us more than 126 million times. Um, and we have been really instrumental in, for example, building evidence for lawsuits. Mm. Uh, I tell all my clients and potential clients we are not a deity, we are not magic. Yeah. Um, we cannot force a site that's hosted in Russia. To remove their content or a site that you know should be removing your content that doesn't. But so what we can do is we can build the evidence for our clients, which we have done. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been instrumental in not just getting sites shut down, but also losing their web host or losing their payment processors.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Of my favorite. Oh, i gosh, gosh, I don't want to pop mm-hmm. this every, every time that happens.
2: Oh, yeah, um, it's big, time. and
1: uh, yeah, so yeah. Um, that's. For me, pretty much the biggest myth. Or, sure. or somebody, the biggest myth is, oh, I already have somebody protecting my content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I'll leave them nameless though. Mm. Um, we were talking with a clip store last, early, early last year, mm. and they swore up and down, oh, no, we're using a service, and they do, quote, filter on upload, which is a whole nother thing. Um, that, <laughs> that because they, Come on, go ahead, not,
0: Reba. but go ahead and say it. You know, we're not we're no, not limited. Not, you you, say, say that you can say you can tell you can say it's bullshit. I, I can tell you. I can tell you're thinking it.
1: Well, here's the thing. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: not. Saying, I'm not saying that that technology doesn't work. But if you are, we you know we call it having the the fox watch the hen house. If a site can turn that system on and off, hmm. then you are allowing piracy. So just to give yep. an example. We did a test for this store on just five percent of their content on just one site that supposedly had this upload service, Jeez. and we found tens of thousands of infringements Jeez. on that one site that's in crazy. one day. So, oh, yeah, one day. So, <laughs> so that's to me, that's a myth too. When somebody you know says, we can, we can keep it from going live. I yet can't imagine.
0: I can't imagine. Why can't, okay. I, so I said it, it's bullshit. So why can't people just do their own anti-piracy?
1: I mean, they can, the question is, can they do it at the level, um, of success and thoroughness and as inexpensively as we can? And that answer sure. is no. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody can go onto Google and search their name, or go into a site and search their name. Or hot,
0: um, or hot blonde. <laughs> yeah, or hot blonde
1: with Dilda. um and they can find it. Now we have more relationships with sites um, that have learned that we will escalate when we don't get cooperation. Right. And so if Jane Doe sends a notice, maybe they'll take it down. Maybe they won't. Yeah. Uh, we get clients that say, I've been sending notices to this side for four weeks and they're not doing anything and we issue a notice and it comes down. Um, sometimes just the reputation and the relationship makes, you know, a difference. And right. like we talked about earlier, you know, why spend money and time that you could be producing content, which is what yeah. you do that makes money, or even hmm. even if it's not producing content, if right. it's you know, going on social media and advertising your stuff, or During your marketing, it's- or
0: yeah, yeah, okay. dealing with your dealing with your affiliates, or do, doing any one of how many different things site operators yeah. do.
1: Making money exactly. Yeah. Um, because yeah, we can do it better. We can do it faster, and we can do more.
0: Like I said, I don't fix my own car. God knows I don't. My wife would never let me. Okay, so what do you do when a site says no, nope, no? Nope. I know I got this DMCA, but now nah, I'm not taking it down.
1: Um, So I love this. So look, full disclosure, if your stuff is on Pirate Bay, we can get it down. Mm-hmm. Even Disney cannot get their content down from Pirate Bay. And you know how much money and full um, Disney has. Um, so there are a couple of sites that do not comply, period, no matter what. Poof. However, there are... Thousands of sites that do comply, and one of the things that we do mm-hmm. is we'll escalate. So if a if a site should have taken down content and they haven't, or mm-hmm. um, for example, just recently we had a site that they were taking down a video, but then they were kind of putting it up under a different URL, you know, mm-hmm. different <laughs> tab. Um And we called them on it. We started sure. um, sending notices to his payment proper, or I'm sorry, his um, web host. And yeah. let me just tell you that. He fell in line real fast when the okay. web host told them they were going to dump in. Well, also, like I said earlier, you know, we'll get your payment processor. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got a, can I just soapbox for a minute here? Mm. Um, You know, we like to speak truth. <laughs> I'd say piracy.
2: Yeah.
1: One of the things that we find both frustrating and sad
2: mm.
1: is so many industry um, companies mm are part of the problem. Yeah. So as an example, um, mm-hmm. there is a streaming, not a streaming site, a site, a cam site
2: mm-hmm. that
1: advertises on so many pirate sites. Really? They claim going to be all about feminism and you can call
0: you can call them out if you want it doesn't bother me um,
1: you know I, I let Nate do that because I, I like to be Pollyanna a little bit but i'll just you know it, it'd be very easy to research or people can call me directly if they want to know okay. but i will tell you hmm. just about a month ago nate hmm. sent them an email and said hey man this is a pirate site They don't comply yeah. and your ads are on every single one of these videos
2: yeah and so
1: yeah. to their credit they, at least temporarily, stopped the um, ads on that one tube site. Mm. Well, we sent them a total of 12 emails with 12 different tube sites that were Ooh. doing the same thing. Ooh. And it was like cricket. So wow. there are people who are profiting from these producers
2: mm.
1: by taking a percentage of what they produce on their site, which is absolutely fair It's their website. If somebody can use their site for camming, they should get a piece of that profit. Hmm. But then in addition to that, those um, producers, their stuff getting ripped when they do a session. The guys are ripping the session, and putting them up online. Hmm. And that same cam site is profiting
2: wow. from the
1: ads against the piracy. Or Damn. and this is my this is my favorite.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, there is a clip store founder who recently started an anti-piracy service. Now, the Clip store already takes a percentage of the performer's profit. They actually just increased it recently. And instead of them offering anti-piracy services like Clips for Sale or I Want Clips, instead of them making that part of their, their business expense to help profit themselves and their producers, they started a separate service that people have to pay for Uh, and it is a modicum of the amount of services that we provide so it to me it's very i guess i guess you're not
0: gonna i guess you're not gonna get that client
1: (laughs) well i you know what it's fine because we we turn down business i'm sure i mean
0: i do too i I did it i did it tonight
1: we had an opportunity to work with girls do porn. We turned that down. Mm, Recently, I turned good. somebody down because it was the stuff on their site was questionable at best. Disgusting. Um, and I, yeah. and I reported it. Mm-hmm. So we don't just you know sign everybody up because money is more important than people. We you know we turn away business when it's not right. Okay. But I think it's patently offensive for somebody to profit from somebody's content. Yeah. And then charge them a fee on top of what they're already charging them for their profit sharing Mm. to protect that content. I just, I just think that's
0: pretty great. Yeah, that's, uh, that's down there. So what are you, what are you most proud of business wise?
1: First and foremost, it's got to be our integrity. Um, Mm. when we say something, it's true. We don't mislead anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I just saw a the other day, they claim to have one hundred percent removal rate. Yeah, no. um, and you can go, you know, listen. Should I should I should
0: I say it again? No, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> there, you know, um, there's there's different pockets of piracy, right? There's the search engines and torrents and file lockers and social media and twos, right? Mm. Um, even if you just went to this company's Google Transparency Report, their removal rate is thirty percent. But they have no problem putting on their homepage 100% rem- or the latest thing. This is my favorite. We've saved $8 million for, you can't quantify that. That's no. not even a
0: thing. It's impossible. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so first and foremost, I'm most proud of our integrity. Um. Second of all, um. you know, as I mentioned, we, we um, do anti-piracy for a couple of Clips stores already, Clips for Sale and I Want Clips. Mm. I have people that will sometimes come to me because they don't really they're new or they don't really know or maybe they something um came shouldn't have come to, or should have come down, but didn't. Mm. And they'll come to us and go, hey, you know, I saw you and I i um, produce content on one of these two sites. And I say, hey, man, you're already paying us. to mm. you get money from these sites? I'm not going to sign you up. Good. Um, but here's my email address. Here's my phone number if there's something that you need done and it's not getting done, reach out to me, I'll make it happen. Um, so unlike that company that doesn't think anything of profiting from their producers and then also charging them for piracy, you mm. know, we don't, we don't double bill people. Mm. Um, uh, and also I, I also thought of us proving the naysayers wrong. There's, there's a couple of people that in the beginning of Nate's journey, um, with takedown piracy, they say, oh, you know, he just has an impossible job ahead of him. Or, you know, anti-piracy, that's not even going to last. And hmm. here he is. Um, you know, we've grown exponentially every year. Sure. And we do more anti-piracy every year. And so I'm kind of proud when when we prove people wrong.
0: That's awesome. Well, hey, Reba, I'd like to thank you for being our guest today on Adult Side Broker Talk. And I hope we'll get a chance to do this again really soon.
1: You know what? I would love that. I think there's a, a lot more layers to peel back. And thank you for everything you do. Um,
0: it's a pleasure. In, in general, it's a it, it's a pleasure always for a fellow radio person.
1: <laughs> Maybe we need we we need to pull out the old uh, headphones and mics and and do a, another radio show sometime.
0: I'm down. My broker tip today is part seven of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Let's talk about some of the factors that influence the sales price of a website. Number one is normally profit. It will be a multiple of the profit, and that multiple is based on whether the profit is trending up or down, and how fast it's trending up or down. I've seen valuations of as much as five times, although that's very rare. Normally, it's in the two and a half to four times area. I've also seen valuations of one time if the profit is taking a nosedive. If a site hasn't been monetized, then it's all about the amount and the quality of the traffic. If a sale is based on traffic, it will be a multiple of what the traffic would sell for on the open market. What are the sources of traffic? Direct traffic, search engine traffic, and review traffic are the most valuable. Tube traffic, the least valuable. Is the traffic reliable and sustainable? What is the traffic history? In a rare case, the valuation will be based upon revenue. The same factors apply to that as of profit, and the valuations will, of course, be lower than those of profits. How old is the website? Is the domain a .com or something else? .com is still king. What is its Alexa rating? How many inbound links are there? How much staff does it take to run the site? How many email addresses do you have? In the case of a dating site, this is very important. Another factor can be the reverse engineering cost. How much would it cost to build the site from scratch and drive the same amount of traffic to it? And how much time would be involved? What is the lifetime value of a customer on the site? Next week, how to buy a website. And next week, we'll be talking to Mark Prince and Robert Warren from TooMuch.net. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Reba Rocket of Takedown Piracy. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.